shore where the mountains meet the sea in a clapboard shack by a broken down tree there's a light in the window just salty gals inside i'm not sure if they're witches but you know that's implied that the storytelling ego swelling pillow talking moonlight walking sea Welcome to the Sea Hags Podcast. It's Friday night, and I'm Katie Norgren. It's Friday the 13th, and I'm Chris Jaffa. And we brought a sentient butcher knife to be our guest today. Well, that's me, a sentient butcher knife. It's actually the beautiful voice behind the Sea Hags theme song, Hillary McNaughton is here. Hey, Hillary. I'm a voice that lives inside a seashell. <laughs> Oh my god, are you Ariel's voice? Have you been Ariel's voice this whole time? No, I'm a different voice in a different seashell. Oh, Gosh. were you also put there by Ursula the Sea Witch? I don't want to talk about it. Oh, fair enough. You did say that that's what you'd say if you didn't want to talk about something we started talking about. Do I just wanna, figured I'd practice. I'd practice talking. Do you want to delete this whole conversation that we've had no, about you being in a seashell? No, that was, just a, that was just practicing. You're just practicing your boundaries? I'll, I'll let you know when it's a real safe word out. Okay. 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 Did Good we set a safe word for this uh, episode? No, yet? I'm just gonna say I don't want to talk about it, and okay. then I'll be like, really and then we'll guys, be like, so. do you mean it this time? You'd be like, yeah, and then we'll know. Yeah, yeah. Because we're respectful people. <laughs> oh yeah. No, it's great. I assume I'll just say I don't want to talk about that, and then we'll just talk about something else. Oh, oh yeah. Love that. I love mm-hmm. It's yeah. a good thing to do, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's something that most people are terrified by. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm just practicing. We're just practicing. Yeah. We were talking about that over dinner, about and just like over the last couple of days, about like, hey, wouldn't it be nice if everyone just said what they meant, and then everyone, <laughs> and then and then everyone else was just okay saying yes or no to those things, yeah. and then everyone was okay hearing those things back. Wouldn't that be so cool? It would be pretty cool. Be yeah. cool. It takes a lot of practice. Yeah. Yeah. There was, and you learn it young. So I, I told my mom a story of like a little kid uh, that I was hanging out with as a nephew of a friend, and. He was like, can I play video games with you? And I was like, sure. And his mom took him aside and was like, honey, like, you know, you need to let people, he's, you know, he's a pretty hyperactive kid and he does need to learn to sort of read the room a little Mm -hmm, bit sometimes. But she was like, honey, sometimes people say yes and they don't mean it. They're just saying that to be nice. And I was like, can I just interrupt? Like, kid, I did mean it. Like, you can definitely hang out with me while we play video games, but, like, I will tell you when I don't want to hang out. So, like, you can trust me that I'm not just saying it to be nice. And he, like, his eyes got all wide. He was just like, really? It's like, yeah, you can trust... You're a cool adult giving it to me straight? (laughs) (laughs) But it was kind of nice. It's like, I get what his mom was trying to teach him, but that's actually not a nice lesson to be like, people lie to you just to be nice and they don't want you around. Ooh. It's a partial lesson, at least. It's kind of like, people are not good at expressing what they want because they've been told that it's not okay to ask for what they want. But, like, if you said it like that, as opposed to just, like... Yeah, She just said yes because she's trying to be nice, but doesn't actually want to hang out. And he's like, really? Everyone who loves you is a lie. (laughs) Kind of how it felt. So I had to, I had to interject, and I was like, "Kid, you can trust me." I had to interject. Never perish the very thought. I feel very called out right now. You've been getting that a lot on the podcast. Anyways, special call out episode. Special call out episode. Call out post. Chris Sheppa, pretty cool chick. Like her a lot. Oh, yeah, call the fuck out. Actually, yeah, one of the most important people in my life, Krishepa. Oh, just gonna just, say that just straight up. Just write the fuck up there. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. turns out this is actually secret compliment cast. It's a lot of things happening. We've today, just everyone. been bait and switching you this whole time. Buckle up like your seatbelts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a whirlwind of emotion. I thought you 
you said vermouth in there somewhere, and I was like, well, I just like really how I thought you said that imaginary men were ruining your life. I mean, that's no, not wrong. Invent- invented men is ruining my life. Oh, I thought it was a, a fake man. Well, yeah. real men are also ruining our life. <laughs> yeah, but that's just like background radiation at this point, yeah. isn't it? Aren't we used to that? Isn't our Geiger counter just constantly Guy- on? A Geiger. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Do you ever kick yourself Guy- off your own? Girl. <laughs> I guess, how do you replace yourself as co-host on a podcast? Just like a fucking sock with some fun fur on it, basically. That's no one baby. can see, and it would just be your same voice. Yeah. But we would all know that you were having to actually make the sock move with your hand. Yeah, every Katie time. replaces herself with a sock puppet. That's yeah. for our 100th episode. <laughs> yeah, we should uh, just replace ourselves with We facsimiles. start digging for special goofs and things to do. Anybody who has really good headphones at home is going to be able to hear the fabric chafing. Just rustling. So you're going to have to really do it. Hang on, hang on. That's not a sock. That's my toque filled with secret candy. You have a toque filled with secret candies. Okay, that you let's bought. bring let's, them out. Let's. What do we got? Ooh, okay, we got a candy. Tootsie Roll. Some of these aren't candy. Well, I mean, yeah, this is an eraser <laughs> <laughs> that says trick or treat on it. I bet you fucking anything. It's shit at erasing things. I do you want to try? Do you want to try erasing no, something? No, because I don't have pencils. Because I'm not a you child. Just try, here, I'm gonna try erasing oh, we have nothing. A- We've See got if it a makes mark. no, it's fine. It just it set my book on fire. We've got a plastic cockroach. Oh, gross! Pretty cool. Uh, that looks like a creepy crawler. <laughs> I was ready. Uh, we got a nice craft, a craft caramel. Mm-hmm. So I want you to eat. This is the ASMR podcast again. Just like crinkle the wrapper up to at the. Uh, not too close now. Not too close. It's gonna give someone an ear boner. What's that? Chocolate. It's like yeah. a lint chocolate, I think. Yeah, it's the last square of. Chocolate that Ray gave me. Mm. Yeah. Uh oh. It's affection Uh-oh. chocolate. Yeah, it's affection chocolate. And a whole bunch of Santa kisses. And we got From some... our boss. Oh, it's we nice. Got, we got uh, rockets, or what the Americans would call smarty. Because yes. Americans are wrong. Well, they're wrong about a lot of things, unfortunately. Yeah. But I mean, Canadians. Smarties also. are like MMs, but they melt in your hand as well as your mouth. And also, they're slightly flatter and they have a very specific smarty taste. Mm-hmm. And it's a bit they're waxy. slightly more pastel. Um, it's a little bit waxy. They're fl- rockets yeah, are what Americans call smarties. Yeah, and they're just powder nightmares. Yeah, yeah. Or I used to um, when I would get them in my Halloween. I was about to say Halloween stocking. Sure, when yeah. I would get them in my Halloween stocking that I would take from house to house when and Santa knock on pumpkin. every chimney. Um, <laughs> I would unwrap them and then sort them into piles by color. And then um, prescribe them to myself as medication. Oh, God. I need two of my green pills now. So even as a child, you had an inkling. Well, let's be real, yes. That we all needed some... What things have I learned about myself as an adult that I didn't have an inkling about as a Mm -hmm. child? I'm sure there are some, but... My my mom told Mm -hmm. me a story of how when I was like a four or five-year-old, like I've always been really good with directions, and apparently even at that young, I was very good at directions. So like... She was walking with me hand in hand, and as a five-year-old, I was like, Mom, we need to go this way. And she was like, okay, and just, like, followed me. Because <laughs> I just was very definitive in my direction-making as a child. Really? You? Fish goat? Yeah. <laughs> Fish goat we, were, we were apparently in Stanley Park, and she was like, let's cut through the woods. And just and I was like, no, Mom, stay on the path. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. You so, know what the scoop is. Yeah. yeah. What the story yeah. is. Pretty good. My mom's a Capricorn, too, but she just... When's your mom's she, birthday? Uh, two days ago, January 9th. Oh, that's um, wild. Three days ago. That's crazy. We should have yeah. called her. 
Oh, I, I forgot this. Oh, another bug. Another creepy crawler. What's this? this a smaller cockroach? No, it's a fly. A fly, which is much bigger than a regular So fly. where did you get all this Halloween candy that <laughs> you're busting out on us So these candies come from a variety of places. We have affection chocolate. Yep. Um, from a sweetie. From a sweetie. Sweets from your sweet. Yes. Um, we have... Uh, Christmas chocolate from our Christmas enthusiastic boss. She's very so our, she's... Our, your Christmas trick or treat bag. Yes. Yes. Um, and then <laughs> my Christmas trick or treat bag. Yes. And then the other ones Shape are the from sock. the other ones are from a Halloween cracker. Oh, like that you pull apart and it goes kapow. So that's what these. That's like? what these like creepy crawlers yes. are from. Most of the things are from that. I visited, I got my hair done, and my friend who did my hair is one of those people who is, you know, some people are really into Christmas, and some people are really into Halloween. I used to be a really Halloween person. Well, she still is. And, um, yeah, so she made a bunch of Halloween crackers. I don't know, because, and then was going to mail them to people, and then it was like, five dollars, and then gave me one when I came to visit. To get my great, great yeah. tail. But it did not have one of the crackers in it. Well, then why is it a cracker? It's just, it was shaped like one. It's just a paper It's just bag. a toilet paper roll filled with shit, basically, is what you're Wrapped telling Wrapped in craft paper, tied with ribbons, covered yeah. in stickers. Not literal shit, Chris. God. No, like stuff. When you say yeah. toilet paper roll filled with and shit. nonsense. That just sounds like first year university. So Wait, were you booing into toilet rolls? No, but I lived in dorms and they were gross. Let's not say that that was limited to first year university. I guess. Somebody sometimes, should... Sometimes you run out of toilet paper. No, I'm just saying. Sometimes oh, yeah. You run out of toilet your, paper, and you really, yeah, you don't realize until it's you really would have could have used some, mm-hmm. and then that know. is my one one yeah. particular thing that I know exactly how many rolls there is in the house at any given time. There are thirty seven rolls of toilet paper in my house right wow. now. Wow, yeah. that's one of those useless superpowers, and you have I, it. <laughs> it's not useless because I've never not had toilet paper in my house. Ooh. We have ne- You will never come to my house, drop a big old dooski, and be like, uh oh. <laughs> Gonna have to use my sock. Probably depends where in the house. Let's be real. Why are you shitting anywhere but the bathroom? My house is so small. (laughs) You like have to look me in the eye while you shit in the den. I hope everyone's enjoying this episode. I think it's good. This is a very silly goose episode, as it always is when we get together exactly, on a Friday night. It's exactly what I wanted. Thank you mm. so much. You're welcome. How's everybody's week been? Well, you know. Yours not so good. Not so good. Not so good. Uh, you want to yeah. fill, fill us in after just this only, giggle fest? Only briefly. It feels funny to like come down from giggles and then just be like, well, so this All morning... All right, here's some moment, everybody. Well, this morning yeah. my dad did pass away. Sorry mm-hmm. to hear it. And after sort of a long illness and all of that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. so I've been processing stuff for weeks. Yeah. And eventually, on a subsequent episode of the Sea Hags podcast, we will process it retrospectively after I've finished the whole journey. Sure. Just, you know, in the same way that you know and love us to, like, go over something in real intense Their detail. fine-toothed comb of emotional but disentanglement. Like, but with reflection, I was realizing, I'm like, oh, I could talk about it this week, or I could talk about it this week, and I'm like... Nope, not enough distance to like yeah. make a narrative sort of. I'm just like, oh, I have feelings right now. I don't know. Yeah. That's just where you're at right now is feelings. So, yeah. Sometimes so, it's better to talk about your feelings when you're not actively having those exact feelings. Precisely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so we went and put some brown butter on our feelings. Yeah, I ate a decadent dinner. I took Katie out to a French restaurant. It and was we so ate, good. We ate some duck confit and some uh, financier, which is like a brown butter almond cake thing. Mm-hmm. And spectacular. Financiers for the Americans. <laughs> financiers. 
I'm so like I'm like floating on a lake of butter right now. It was now. pretty good. Was we so even good. ate some escargot, which you didn't think you would do, but it was baked. It was into in a, a croquette. It so was in a fried. It was ball. like the snail was in there, and it wasn't. I, it didn't look at me with its eye stalks or nothing. <laughs> they don't have eye stalks when you cook them. No, they shrink up probably. I've never, I've never had escargot before, so there you go. I did that thing. It was a new experience. I can't today. stop thinking about that little child joke about like, oh, you see the snail? He put a, he painted an S on the side of his car, so when he drove around, you could say, look at that escargot. <laughs> Cute. Thanks for that, Katie. I hang out with children sometimes. Yeah. They're not that funny, but they're also very funny. Yeah, yeah that's real about them. Kids darndest, etc. Yeah. <laughs> Their jokes not very good. It's like they haven't been doing comedy for, you know, 15, 20 years, so they're just not that sharp. <laughs> I mean, neither have I. It just comes naturally. Yeah, <laughs> you're just a natural comedian. Yeah. For the French comedian. <laughs> <laughs> or sorry, for the Americans. Shit! <laughs> it's fucked up. Oh, no. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry, we'll cut that out. So no, we no, won't. It doesn't look like a doof. No, we won't. We're keeping all the That's why I'm saying it. <laughs> what did Hillary just say to you? She just whispered something to you very subtly. But it was it was behind your hand or her hand, so I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I anyway, didn't so yeah, I've had a week, but I had a pretty nice day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, after making funeral arrangements for my father, Jesus H. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I decided. My mom. But on the other hand, congratulations. Yeah, I did that thing. It's done. You did it. It's yeah. over. And so I was with my mama, and we dropped her off at the ferry. And then my partner and I were like hanging out. We're like, the ferry traffic is so bad right now, and like all the traffic into North Van is like backed up for. We'd probably be sitting in traffic for like an hour and a half. Ugh. So let's just like kill time at the coffee shop in Horseshoe Bay. And then we were like, hmm, why don't we just go to Bowen Island instead? So yeah. we just did that. And it was lovely. We just took a ferry over. It was 12 bucks. Went to the pub, had a pint, played some pool, and then walked back on the ferry again. And then the traffic was done. It's the most brilliant of solutions. It's so, a fantastic solution. Hot tip, any Vancouver people, if you're ever stuck or if you ever see that the traffic is bad going one way... Just, just go to Bowen Island. Just go to Bowen yeah. Island. You just walk just on. Just go to a Did fucking island. Car? We left the car yeah. in nice. Horseshoe Bay and nice. just like walked on the ferry and it was delightful. And you can walk, you get off the ferry at Bowen Island, you walk up the hill and the pub is right there. It's perfect. It's cool. true. It is really that close. Uh-huh. It's a nice little place. It's weird. I'd never been there before in my whole entire life. Bowen Island or yeah, that pub? Bowen Island. I don't think I've been there since maybe preschool. Uh-huh. It's like Turbo North Van. I was there last April for yeah. a work retreat. Mm. It was kind of fun. Everybody got blasted. Wow. I was pretty good. I was like, I like, I put, I put some people to bed, basically. I was like, <laughs> you're like, like, it was pretty fun. And I'm like, no, doesn't sound fun to me. It was a little awkward, <laughs> but it was also kind of great. Cause then I'm like, I got dirt on so many people now. And I'm just kidding. I don't, I truly don't. Nobody really misbehaved that badly, but uh, work, work things, work retreats don't really agree with them. No. I don't really think it's okay. I like a work party where everyone can then leave after. If you have to have a slumber party with your coworkers. Not after, my fave. That's not, not my fave. And I, I definitely have slumber parties with coworkers that I would otherwise have slumber parties with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Present. This is where you can't see that I winked at Chris, but I did. Because mm-hmm. you work together. Yeah, so this week has been great, and Hillary's been helping out at work when I haven't been there because I've mm-hmm. had to deal with stuff, and so thank you for that. It's been lovely. You're welcome. Yeah, Hillary's very fucking good at our job, so... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I would have guessed that, yeah. for sure. How was your week otherwise? Um, Other than work? Yeah. Mm, pretty good. What did I do this week that wasn't work? I worked more this week than usual, so I'm like, I don't know, what else did I do? Who am I, except for my relationship <laughs> to capitalism, <laughs> by which I mean capitalism. Well, oh, oh, on oh. Tuesday, I met up with my family, ate dinner at a grocery store while listening to part of President Obama's speech, and then saw Star Wars. 
Oh, good. So that's what we did. Good family times. Yeah, it was great. You saw a Star Wars. Yeah. We met up downtown. The first of the rogues. Ate dinner at the IGA. It's a good IGA. And then, and they were playing Barack Obama's, like, speech. And then we went and saw Rogue One. Yeah. I liked that movie. Yeah, I liked it, too. I did not see it. It was fine. It was fine. It was an action movie. Yeah, that's what I feel about it, too. I I feel like from people that it's the most okay movie they've seen ever. It was just, like, the most, wow, that was perfectly fine. (laughs) I think it's one of those things um, where some people are going to be like, yeah, that's fucking sweet. And some people are like, I'm so disappointed because of my expectations. Um, And whereas I was like, well, that was a solid action movie. mm -hmm. Really filled in that gap in the plot I already knew. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, everyone. It's not a universe I care too much about. But I found out today that I can't even love Star Trek anymore, which was so distressing. But fair, I did. I'm glad to have seen that. All your faves are problematic. Well, you know, there's there's been so many Star Trek series and so many things that aren't necessarily uh, under the same umbrella. But at the same time, I'm just like, oh, Gene Roddenberry was a terrible man in many ways, Mm. which is unfortunate because I was just like, oh, he had such good ideas. Like, just because he was progressive about race doesn't mean he had a great idea about gender. That's (laughs) not good to women. No, just very distressing to find Mm. out because I have been worshiping that show for a really long time. But then it's like, why are there so many weird rapey themes in all these? Oh, because Gene Roddenberry is an awful man. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I, I just like they don't have the same kind of like sexual assaulty subplots in DS9 I found like nope. it's not like it didn't exist but it definitely it was so common in TNG when I re- in retrospect like poor mm-hmm. Deanna Troy they just like fucked with her brain so much mm-hmm. it's like let's put an alien ghost baby in you and you're gonna have nightmares about being made into a cake and eaten and all this stuff Ugh. Ugh, you're gonna have nightmares about being consumed as a cellular peptide cake do you remember this episode no it was really freaky mm-hmm. she was a cake I got that from your description <laughs> of her being a sheet cake <laughs> But she still had a regular head, so it was really distressing. What the fuck? You, if I showed you this, you'd be like, oh, I just blocked that out. Probably. I probably never watched the episode, let's yeah. be real. But mm-hmm. DS9, on the other hand, did not have those things, and the mm-hmm. women were not nearly as fucked up as characters. But they still got shit behind the scenes, so uh, life yay. is garbage. <laughs> yeah. All your heroes are terrible. That's yeah. true. Gotta have to make my own stuff that's cool, because I know I'm not a molesto. Yeah, you're. St- I'm just going to say, all your faves, including your own self. It's oh, problematic. I'm very problematic. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, but I'm it. working on it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to be the least problematic person. Uh, just turn into a, a beige raindrop. <laughs> just fly through the sky and splatter, and that's my lifetime. Uh, I'm allergic to water. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, it's been a good time. Yeah. I'm appropriating I'm on. beige culture. <laughs> Khaki it's town. not appropriation when it's your own. Oh, yeah. Khaki culture is definitely white people times. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, just yeah. looking like we all work at Best Buy. Yeah. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Do I look like I work at Best Buy? Probably. <laughs> you look like you work at the Best Buy in Ankhmore Pork, which is <laughs> the main city in Discworld, which is the creation okay, of Terry because, Pratchett. Because let's just be really clear for the listeners at home that I'm a big old nerd, but not in any of the cool ways. No. What are no. you what are you super nerdy about? She makes dungeon maps. <laughs> but not like for actually playing just little ones that you can draw and I don't even do that anymore barely cuz I'm I don't know whatever. Um and I will do long division for fun sometimes. <laughs> um I'm really into partner dancing. Uh I don't know 
I the only things I know about like comic books and movies and various other capital N capital C nerd culture items um, are because I am surrounded by nerds basically at all times and I'm very <laughs> right fluent. now in fact yes yes including <laughs> yeah. now um, nerds and introverts why my life but you know um, at least I graduated from capital M musicians um, hey. I have a lot of people in my life who are musicians and play music, but aren't who like, you know, when you, I don't know, have you folks ever gone through a string of dating musicians? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I feel yeah. like I'm sort of that. Yeah. Do you feel... Maybe it's just that you're not a dude, though. Yeah. Maybe that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've dated some, some musician dudes and it's not good. Yeah. When they're just like so serious. I've basically about their been craft. a musician dude except for not being serious about my craft, just like being in it and it's not that good. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't have anything wrong with like musicians. I just was like, well, hmm, I guess I don't do that anymore. Yeah. I just was noticing Being a I band was... girlfriend is fucking stupid. It's the dumbest thing. Yeah. And I used to want to be it so much. And then I was in a band and I was like, oh, all of this is dumb. I was the band girlfriend to that band, P.S. Yeah, that's true. Um, so <laughs> so we were like subtexting with uh-huh. our eyes really hard just now. I was like, yeah. 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 There's a really great uh, band girlfriend photo of me. Uh, when I had just started, when my hair had kind of just started to get long. And it's me. Oh, we'd had like a really big fight. And I was feeling like complete bullshit. And I'm sitting at the merch table with this like glorious like I know exactly you know the exact picture photo. it is and yeah. um there's like all the merch and everything and I'm like wearing a merch shirt and I just I'm like kind of smiling but if you really look you can tell that um I'm like crying uh, on the inside yes and a little bit on the outside just a little bit so. yeah no no I know exactly the picture you're talking about it is like it is just like you can taste the sadness in oh, it oh band girlfriend runs the merch table about uh. a portrait of sadness yeah band girlfriend runs the merch table Band girlfriend picks up the various pieces of equipment that have been knocked over. Band girlfriend does all of the emotional and domestic labor <laughs> that Katie couldn't manage to do. <laughs> it's cool, y'all. Let's it's drink fine. this tea. Um, I'm gonna open a candy. Yeah, do it. Uh, this makes me think of this thing I You're saw. Opening the affection chocolate. Affection chocolate. Get that affection into your body. It's good stuff. Yum. No, I'm okay. okay. Um, it just made me think of this thing I saw in the Hard Times, which was like. Uh, New band girlfriend really trying to force this friendship with the other band girlfriends. Yeah. And it's just like a story about how like we've gotten to this another fetus abortion show or whatever like the death metal band is in, uh-huh. the, in the article. It's a, obviously a fake satire article, but the great part is is it's like the photo. I realized like oh someone I know from Portland is in this fake stock photo. Mm-hmm. And it's Luci- Lucia Fizzano who is like she works with the double clicks and stuff. She's like this mm-hmm. really cool. But I'm like she's I know the, who the band. double clicks are. She's the band right? Like mm-hmm. she's a music she's a comedian mm-hmm. musician, but she's like playing a band girlfriend and I'm just like ain't that the way (laughs) I was in many bands and still am and I will often just be like oh who's who's your boyfriend in the band it's just like I am in the band (laughs) me I'm my boyfriend in the band the cello is my dick (laughs) so just say that to them next time I'm gonna ear fuck you with it a bit if you want yeah once people see me on stage but it's like it's the pre whatever and especially like for a while, it was sound people being like, oh, it's okay, I'll like set up your boyfriend stuff, you don't have to. I'm like, this is my things. These are my things. Guess or- I'll just sit here and knit some testicle cozies. <laughs> <laughs> for my boyfriend, 
who is a cis man with nuts. <laughs> I'm just gonna clarify for everyone at home what nuts. what the joke's about. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely, yeah, was never like I had a band boyfriend who would come to all of our gigs and just like sit around yeah. until he stopped liking that because it sucks being. But he just like felt no worries about like oh I have to come to every show. He's just like I don't like this anymore. I'll see you when you get home. Must be nice. Yeah, yeah. but like sometimes band girlfriends come to all the shows because they just feel, feel like, like they, they got have it. to. Yeah. And also, yeah, that Who's was just going to help carry all the shit from the car. How are you going to get that amp in how, and out of that Toyota Tercel? How will anyone know that I'm good enough to be loved by someone in this shitty, shitty band? <laughs> yeah, hot tip. For, I was chosen by a musician. Hot tip for everybody. It's okay to have your own life and just do your own stuff, too. Hell okay. yeah. It's good when there's like a good mix. Tessa comes to like a third of all of my shows, which mm-hmm. is feels like the right amount because mm-hmm. I do quite a few of them. So. I've been to even a single one, but that's partly because I have a lot of like, uh, angst or like anxiety about anxiety about, uh, about stand-up comedy. Yeah. I remember you telling me the story about like, you laughed at a comedy show and someone like the comedian made fun of your laugh or something. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's like. That's the only one I've been to actually. Oh wow. No pressure ever. Well, I never want to go to comedy ever again. I'm a really loud laugher. It's and true. this has like gotten me in shit from random people. Really? Like, yes. I once... tweeted about this like being at a theater. Yes, once I was at a, at a play and some parts were very funny. And sometimes I think that things are funny when other people don't, but you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um gosh, I wish I could remember the actress's name off the top of my head. It was a um it was a show called um Dickens Women in that it was like all the various women from Charles Dickens' life that he, like, that influenced him and that he incorporated into various characters. Mm. Um, and it was a one-woman show, and so she played all of the characters. In the, the and stuff, yeah. <laughs> all the various, like, all the various things, like, the men in the scenes, the women in the scenes, everything. Right. And it was all a commentary on Charles Dickens' life, but... Um, he was a dick. Yes. There's your commentary. Yeah, that was a lot of the commentary. Um, and it... She's a really amazing character actress. She played um, Professor her. Sprout. Oh, in... oh, Miriam Margolis. Yes, thank you, thank you. She's a lesbian, and fantastic. And she hates um, John Cleese because <laughs> he was a dick to her in Cambridge. Oh. I mean, I fair. know a lot about her because I love her. She was also the nurse in the Romeo and Juliet movie. Ooh. Well, anyhow, and she's Aunt Prudence from. Da, 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 oh, da, she's da, wonderful. Miss Fisher. Sorry, go ahead. Yes, she's oh, amazing. She I absolutely she love her. She's amazing. She's and a great so comedic you actress. can imagine, I'm in this relatively small theater with her doing this one woman show. She is fucking fantastic. She's amazing. And some parts of it are just so funny. And so I'm laughing yeah. when it's funny. Of course. And at intermission, this woman, um, I don't, I'm trying to remember if she turned around and looked at me or if she just turned, I think she just turned to the the person she was sitting next to, maybe her husband, and said something about, like, people laughing or whatever. And I was just like, oh, okay. I guess I'm just supposed to sit here steadfastly. And not enjoy the comedy that people are putting right in your lap? Right? I don't know. I feel bad sometimes. I'm like, oh, what if we go out to a movie and then people are embarrassed to be there with me because I laugh loud at something. That's so upsetting. It's really a bummer. And I'm mostly over it, but, like... I don't know. I think my my the reasons that I don't go to stand up comedy are partly because I generally don't trust that I'm not going to show up and hear some bullshit. Oh, you will. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is one of the reasons I don't go yeah, because I'm totally like, fair. Mm, am I going to show up and then feel trapped there and then feel like I uh, I really yeah. 
I just found a picture yeah. of it, and it was exactly what I pictured in my mind. It was amazing. Dickens She's incredible. Women. Dickens women, yeah. Um, put and it on so, the blog. Yeah, put it on I the will. blog. Uh, and so, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, well, I don't really know what's gonna what it's going to be like. So I kind of only want to go if it's like if someone that I know and whose taste I trust basically vouches for the night and is like yeah the majority of people are not just gonna be just horrific it's lucky that you know someone that like books a comedy show <clears throat> yeah. here in this room I'll, I'll tell you if there's ever gonna be a really good, good one that I think yeah. is I'm gonna I wanna do a queer show and yeah. if I do that there is like there is one cis dude uh, comic who he does like some sort of gender essential stuff but he's also incredibly funny mm-hmm. and it's not done in a nasty way yeah. but that's the only thing I can think of like I there are a lot of people I really love and there are a lot of people who I like who do shitty mm-hmm. jokes yeah. and the thing is for me that I don't know what it is exactly some kind of conditioning deep in there but I will laugh at stuff in the moment like because of the like the discomfort. room and whatever oh, yeah. not even or just, just a discomfort laugh because it's the whole yeah, atmosphere it's like exactly. we're here in a dark room and it's okay to just laugh yeah. at the or it's more like this is I told the joke laugh at the joke it's like when you watch um it's almost like some laugh track bullshit yeah. like when you when you're like watching a show and there's the laugh track and so you're like ha 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 and then you're like wait none of that's funny at all it's just a sympathetic and so, reaction and so but because my laugh is really loud and like having that basically automatic sympathetic reaction mm-hmm. um, means that sometimes I will be laughing at a thing and be like, no, fuck, I don't want to laugh at that, but I've, my body is already doing the it. Joke. So like, it isn't that my brain is like, this is funny and we shall laugh. My body's like, ha 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 I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Shut it down. Shut it down. My body also does this with crying. It just cries. Oh, my body cries a lot. Yeah. yeah. My body cries more than it laughs, but... The, yeah. the first stand-up show I ever did uh, was for uh, the class that I took. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was one guy in my class who I knew was not going to do a good yeah. set. Like, I just yeah. knew... I'd seen him do the same thing over yeah. and over. Our instructors had specifically told him, this is not going to work. It's mm-hmm. too gross. Mm-hmm. It and was no so one will gross. like it. I saw yeah. it. It was so gross. And he was just like, well... Too bad, it's what I wrote, so I'm going to do it. And one person laughed the whole time, and it was my friend Jasta, and she has also a very loud, distinctive laugh, yeah. but it was clear how uncomfortable she was, and yeah. no one else was laughing. Yeah, it was That was a purely discomforting moment. I was like, I'm going to the bathroom for four minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't want to hear you talk about shitting and coffee anymore. No, gross. It was gross. gross. I'm much funnier than he is. I believe it. You're much funnier than a lot of people. Thank you. <laughs> I wouldn't even maybe say most people. I don't I'll know if you're funnier it. than me. We're I'm pretty funny also, but we're different funny. It's people, a different kind of funny. So people often tell me I should do stand-up comedy. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't I don't I tell jokes. Prepared. I don't tell jokes. You might be an amazing improv person if you wanted to do it. But. I mean, I did go to nationals twice. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, 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 I did actually. Yeah, I did. I, actually, did. I, didn't, know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. You did an improv? Yeah, I did an improv. Like several improvs. I did quite a number of improvs, yes. Is that... I, yeah. Give me a place. <laughs> no, please don't give me a place. What, like in high Dennis school? office! In, um, in high school? Yeah. So high school! Edie! <laughs> the scene takes place in a high school. <laughs> We've already heard your suggestion. Stop yelling high school. High school! <laughs> podiatrist! That's one of my favorites. Proctologist. I often yell podiatrist. But doctor! <laughs> Yeah, um, I was part of the um, Canadian Improv Games, which is... I never knew that about you. Yeah, yeah, that's how I know So Ryan... you are good at improv. That's how I know Ryan Beale and Dave I Morris. And I didn't know you knew Ryan Beale. I've known Ryan Beale and Dave Morris since we were teenagers. Uh-huh. We were all in Canadian Improv Games together. And then they went the distance. Yeah, they did. I know I know actually a bunch of people who As far as you can were... go with it, improv. Yeah, I, know, I actually know a lot of people from that stuff, um... 
I don't know, and it's like those weird connections. He's a nice like, boy, yeah. in my experience with him. I Which only met him once, Ryan. Yes, I met Ryan him very is very recently, and he to was be, quite to be lovely. Super frank about it, Ryan Beale is literally the funniest human being I have ever met in my life. Yes, I have met a lot of funny people, and Ryan Beale is the funniest one. Um, he and Dave Morris used to do, I don't know if they still do, but he and Dave Morris, um, used to do this thing called the storytellers. Um, and there was this period of time where, so there's, you know, how sometimes there's someone's mom and she's kind of like, like the friend, everyone's mom. So mm-hmm. there was this, there was this person in North Van, um, and there's this particular mom and, it, and she was kind of a lot of people's moms. Um, and everyone, it was like, she was Mammy. Everyone called her Mammy. Okay. Um, not, not a good start, but you know, what do <laughs> well, you Well, yeah. Uh, but it was, uh, so she was really, I think she was, I don't know if it was cause she was sick that year, but one year as a Christmas present, some of her kids decided to put together Mammy's Christmas variety show. Aww. And so it was a surprise to her in like the covered back, um, not like, mm, kind of like a covered back deck, kind of like a carporty thing okay so basically like she was lured upstairs to talk to someone and then everyone came in in the back and then she was yeah and then she came back downstairs and there was a variety show for her and when i say variety show i mean like um i don't know if either of you have heard of aliqua um so it's this i don't know if they're still together or not but um, this really amazing, it was originally an acapella women's group of okay. like eight to nine voices. And so there was like, basically all of it was like variety show of like professional level people doing professional level shit. And so it was really amazing. Um, and so Mammy's Christmas Variety Show or Mammy's Christmas Variety Hour like s- became an annual thing for a while at least. I, I kind of drifted apart from that group of people. Mm-hmm. But I remember one year... Um, Dave and Ryan did a storytellers thing there where they would just, the only thing was, it was just the two of them. There was no suggestions. There was nothing. And they would just stare at each other's face and one of them would start saying something and then they would just say things at the same time and just staring at each other's face like, what are you doing now? (laughs) But like they could do it so fast and that's how they would start is they would just stare at each other and just like talk at the same time trying to figure out what the other person was saying and like so it was just this weird like Ouija board talking thing and that's how they would set up their whole thing and then they would just go. And it was amazing. Like I, yeah, yeah. he's literally the funniest. He's probably one of the best improvers in Canada, certainly in Canada, possibly North America, maybe the world. Who knows? Mm -hmm. He's really funny. So he's got a very funny face too. I don't mean like oh, Ryan Beale, funny face, perfect face for comedy. Yes, and And character um, work. And uh, people may have seen him. He was uh, an A and W employee named Ryan. Yes, in uh, the A and W commercials. In A and W commercials, and then he started his own grassroots campaign to to have himself rehired. As as Ryan, and it worked. Uh, yeah, I want to see him with that guy with uh, that's bald again. That guy's cool. No, it worked. They shot another commercial. Oh, fantastic! Like that's he so started his own grassroots. Enough. He started his own grassroots ram c- campaign called "Where's Ryan?" Where's I remember it? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I presumably I, he made enough to pay his rent for like five months for doing one commercial. I mean, hope or at least one month. I hope. I think you probably make more than that That's doing lovely. commercials. I, yeah. I just admire anyways, a lot of the nice people that we yeah. know. <laughs> there's, there's some stories. Yeah. I never met him before, and I met him very recently at uh, at the venue that he manages mm-hmm. uh, at Little Mountain Gallery. Mm-hmm. Or I think he's part and parcel of the management yeah. anyway. And I was just, it was great because Graham Clark introduced him, me to him as a very funny comedian, which I think he calls everybody, but it uh-huh. still felt really good. <laughs> like she's a super, super funny comedian. I was like, 
<laughs> you can't see my face, but it's good. It's really good. Honestly, I wish you could see all of Katie's faces. They're really good. And then I wish you could see Chris's reaction faces. <laughs> Just because they're like really loving exasperation yes. every time. It's oh, like the best good. face I get from you. But he, I, I was like, Ryan love you in iZombie. He's like, I love doing iZombie! He's like, yeah, the caster's a sketch artist. That's really fucking weird. <laughs> you like, can hear me pouring tea. Sorry, everybody. She's not I, peeing. I should probably make some more tea in the next little I while. I mean, well, I'm good. take a break. I'm totally fine. It's getting pretty hot in here. Well, and then uh, you're taking off all your clothes. I did just take off a layer. As one must. I didn't bring enough layers for this. Well, no. I My should. bra's real cute, though. Is it the one with the thingy? Yeah, it Show is Show me the thingy! The thingy. <laughs> Hey everyone! Oh, that's a thingy. thingy! That's a great bra. I figured out how to make it work appropriate. Just cover it up. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't work with all my shirts. No, because they're cut too low or they're too see through. Yeah, but this I, one's only a little bit see through. Does that kind of bra have a name? I don't know. Cool. Strappy. Strappy. It's strappy, strappy McGee. Bra. It's the thing that like so many nice queer ladies are wearing. I see so many like queer it. femmes wearing them on top of their biggie boobs. Because it's like, like look under at a, this. Under like a, a blazer. And it's it like a, a line to show you where the boob starts. Yeah. To be honest, I am so thrilled to finally find something in this style um, in my size because this has been my goal aesthetic since I was a child. This fancy <laughs> underwear? No, like very specifically like strappy, um, I'm trying to think what they're strappy calling tip them. Strappy Like, like um, tops. <laughs> no, it's like, it's like cage bras. Okay. Sometimes they call sure. them or, um, like I think cages harness, harness stuff. I or, got a cage bralette because yeah. I got small boobs, so I can wear a bralette. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I desperately need bralettes. Almost all the way down to my belly button. It looks really good on I me. I bet I should wear it sometime yeah. and just be like, "Hey guys, check me under out. a blazer." Fuck! I don't want to destroy people. Uh, you should. You, should. <laughs> you don't want to destroy people. Where's the Katie Nordgren I know and love? Uh, oh no. yeah, sorry. I totally want to. destroy You should people. absolutely destroy everybody by doing that. Yeah. Please do. So, yes, I, would, I would also like to go and get that because I don't. Yeah. It's a little strappy. Yeah. I just love it. It's such a good. There's a few different kinds line. we could go, but the, yeah, that's actually been my aesthetic or one of my goal aesthetics since I was a child. I used to make clothes for my Barbies out a of kinky strips. cool bra. Yes. I used to make clothes for my Barbies out of strips of fabric. You want to put your titties in a cage is what you're telling me. Yes. I have Keep basically, lock and key. I have basically been making uh, like fetish wear for Barbies since I was a child. Just black electrical tape just on them? Just, no, I just didn't, Bob Mackie like, in your dolls? I didn't have black electrical tape. I had strips of random fabric from the sewing room. <laughs> just making yeah. share designs for your Barbies, yeah, basically. basically? Nice. And then, the but all too. of that was like way too, the only place that you could buy anything like that was in like actual super skeezy sex shops. Mm-hmm. And it was like, the only way that that aesthetic was treated was in a very like campy, cheesy like, this isn't anything anyone should take seriously kind of way. So I felt like I could never actually, even in just like, even just like, oh, secret sexy dress up for a partner way, couldn't do it ever. No. Because it, it was like... It was treated as sort of like a jokey... What's, yeah. What's the name of that store on Hastings that has like the crazy shoes and stuff? Um, uh, Model Express? Model yeah. Express. Oh, God, I love Model Express. Model Express. They also carry women's shoes up to like a size 15, which I love. They mm-hmm. are honestly so sweet. They are yeah. so kind and lovely there. Um, no matter what I've gone in looking for, they have never been weird about it. Mm-hmm. It's this like like middle-aged couple who runs it, and they are super, super sweet. They must see the biggest variety of like femme-presenting people that you could and possibly other, see. Because and other, because that store has one of the strangest like conglomerations of things. So 
I just see the shoes, the wigs, and the mm, boob things. You don't usually go in? No. See, I go in and buy things there. Because you're better than me. (laughs) That's true, but um, (laughs) things that are in that store. Uh, Stripper shoes. Yep. um, Motorcycle boots. Nice. Motorcycle stripper boots. Uh, I mean, so they have a huge range of like stuff from Pleaser and other like the super platformy. You're gonna you're doing exotic pole dancing, yeah, and or you need thigh highs to keep your legs warm and look hot while you're waiting for someone to pick you up, yeah, um, on your corner. And they also have just like a random assortment of like, are these like we're like mm, are these from like re- rejects from a thrift store shoes? Okay, <laughs> and then they also have um. Re- a really good selection of wigs, like nice wigs, mm-hmm. um, for not super expensive. They have a ton of various like erotic costume, adult adult costume. Yeah, wear. their Christmas selection when they put out their Christmas selection was pretty fun uh-huh. in the window. Lots of like little sexy Santa outfits yeah. and stuff. They also have a huge selection of like stockings. They also have some. I'm sorry, pasties. sorry, sorry. Christmas trick or treat bags. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll let you have that one. Oh, <laughs> Roasted on my own podcast every time. True. Um, and they also have really, really cheap fake lashes. Really oh, cheap. Nice. Um, and they also have like a variety of clothes where you're like, these are like weird, like, like the kind of clothes you would find in a consignment store that was only ever like donated to by, um, kind like upper middle class middle-aged women where you're like what what is what is this why is why is this twin set why is this a liz claiborne blazer next to the dildo weirder weirder like more more 80s so like gem sweaters and things like weird polyester um like green and blue modeled long sleeve and you're like okay why is this here and then and then the maybe the best part is the wall by the back near the change rooms entirely filled with children's toys from the 80s and very early 90s. What? Yep. They got a pizza shooter? I don't know, but they do have all kinds of all kinds of stuff there. Oh. Children's and, toys. Funny. Yeah, I don't know. Just I some, think something to do. Maybe, like, maybe they can. didn't I think maybe they didn't have them when I was in there last time, but the stuff that's closer to the front is definitely like targeted at a, a at a sex work and That's people who so want the opposite of how people you would who want to be sexy demographic. They would do their merchandising, <laughs> and then but then there's all kinds of like decidedly non-sexy things. It gets in the rest more of the innocent store. the further in you go, which is like yes. a real bait and switch. <laughs> and the other really amazing bit is that obviously the the physical store has been there for a really long time because all of the change rooms have built into the wall an ashtray just outside. <laughs> You're just trying on outfits. Just tap out your player's light while you uh, yeah. Put on things that will definitely catch on fire if you touch your uh, <laughs> yeah. cigarette to it. Every several people have sticking burned out from to death yeah. that store. But anyways, Model Express, you should go there. Go um, to Model really, Express. They're really nice. Mm-hmm. I really like them. Making That's good great. notes for this yeah. episode. <laughs> Just hot tips. I mm-hmm. was thinking, I really want a nice outfit again that has like a beautiful fitted pencil skirt with the little like flip flare mm-hmm. at the back. Mm-hmm. That's a good look. And it is. because like. I had one before that it like went up to basically like under my boobs and it was kind of cut in that way mm-hmm. that it actually fits yeah, yeah, yeah. nicely and then right. it was just like beautiful pencil skirt 
and I got it from uh, New World Designs mm-hmm. oh, yeah. on Cordova, mm-hmm. and they like tailored it to me like for yeah. free, which was so beautiful. So I would totally like to go and nice get like a power there. suit, but like fitted from like the sort of fetish store. Yeah, it would be great. I bought I bought lots of things from there and Venus and Mars when they yeah like, I was just going to say Venus and Mars. Where I got my grad dress. Yep, which yeah, still of course fits, you did. Which I, fuck yeah fuck yeah I of course I did. Some rockets now. Oh, crinkle that wrapper. Just always going back to that ASMR. Oh man, roasty toast. That's I know. why I'm so warm right now. It's because I just keep getting fucking roasted. <laughs> <laughs> I am very mockable. That's true. I kind of the new the new <laughs> the new dynamic on our podcast is like we just Katie and I just love each other so much, and then the guest just makes fun of us for being insufferable. It's kind of my favorite thing. It's um, pretty much the best. I also love you both so much. Oh yeah, well, which is why you're allowed to roast us as hard yeah, as you want. Yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah. that's me. Like, who is that? It's me. I, I stink a little. Shall we take a little wee break and refresh sure. our beverages? Right. Put some right. deodorant on. We're back. We're back. I'm also back. Mm-hmm. We didn't kick Hillary out. Because <laughs> she kept roasting It was so dicey. Much. It was close. It was really close. Instead, I brought us all various size mason jars of full of beverages. beverages. That was good. Yeah, and I was talking uh, to Hillary because we were looking at her cool cage bra, which she showed yeah. us the whole shebang. It was great. I don't know if we should post that on the blog, but... Well, I don't think... We'd have to take a photo, specifically. Um, (laughs) You think I don't already have photos of that? Do you want me to sketch you? Do you want me to sketch you with charcoal? Uh, yes. (laughs) Yes, actually, I do. Uh, here, I'll start drawing you. There's your boobs. (laughs) There's the bra. Hey, it just looks like Garfield's angry eyes. It does, actually. Here, I'll draw a lasagna (laughs) underneath. (laughs) Your boobs hate Mondays. (laughs) Your boobs kicked Odie off the table. Your boobs shipped Nermal to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> this is a great... So Hillary is drawing Garfield, but it's her boobs are the eyes, and now he's eating lasagna, and he hates That Mondays. lasagna kind of looks like pubes. <laughs> Got it pretty much just looks like a really weird I love bikini. that the pubes are as wide as my tits well, I in mean... this drawing. Here, great, great. Nope, that's my body. That's my body shape. <laughs> so we'll post this on the blog, then. There's my legs. They come out like that because that's all my pubes here. <laughs> your pubes are so wide here. that your thighs can't touch. I'm going to put a sensor bar on this bottom part. <laughs> oh, so you what? can't see some sensor? of the bits. Yeah. Oh, a censored bar. I thought you said like a sensor bar. I'm like, is that like a place you go to smell incense? No. If I need to smell incense, I just try to go and get... I just... <laughs> these are my little bars. <laughs> <laughs> these are tiny... Sh- you shitty little chicken wings. <laughs> This is on the block. Well, I will take a photo of it now so I don't forget. That's what I look like. That's your hair. There's your bangs. So this is an amazing photo of Hillary that I wish that I could just take it and then have it appear somehow in the middle of somebody listening to this podcast. Oh, no, I'm wearing a shirt. Let me put it on. There we go. This is an incredible draw ring. Better put some pants on. <laughs> this is going to take so long. You're wearing a shirt, but yet yeah, your pubes are You coming. know what? I guess the camera has x-ray vision. X-ray vision that includes a sensor bar. I don't yeah. know why I don't have feet, but let's just let's just go with it. Mm-hmm. Well, you just don't have feet. You're standing in quicksand. Or You're water. You're standing in quicksand. Oh, fuck. Well, we were talking off, Anyways, we were talking off the mic 
about uh, cage bras, and I was like, I got to use a cage bar, which is almost cage bra, because it's the same letters, just slightly rearranged. And it's like this special, it's like you get in the hexagon. It's not the octagon. I didn't fight Ronda Rousey or anything like that, but it's like this, it's like an octagon that goes around you, and then the bars come off of this metal octagon, and then you lift this octagon around your body Ooh, or fun. this hexagon or whatever. It's a, it's a polygon of some sort it's a shape and mm-hmm. you just lift it around your body so that you can do like the full motion of pulling it up around yourself, but you can't like fuck up and push it too far forward or back. Cause it's like around you. That seems so really sensible. Yeah. Then. It's like a good guide for people who are new to doing deadlifts. So yeah. I did. So I deadlifted, uh, just 70 pounds right off the bat, which was pretty good. And I was like, I can definitely do more. So it's going to go up. And I was just saying that I love all the trainers at my gym. Each one is special in their own way. And some of them motivate me by being recalcitrant with their affection. And I'm like, I want Jules to like me. So I work really extra hard. And then there's the ones who are really good at correcting form without making me feel bad. Mm-hmm. And then there are the other ones that sort of playfully antagonize me, which I also love. Mm-hmm. So it's just really good. It's I'm a good so vibe. I'm so happy that you have yeah. good times and you're so strong. You're, I'm you're so lifting, strong. You were lifting heavy stuff in my living room today. It made just me to really make you happy. happy. It did. Just lift it up your Lisa mattress. <laughs> Shut up about my podcast mattress. <laughs> Wait, you guys have ads on here now? No. I wish. But we I have just, money. <laughs> I, just was I just bought a fucking mattress and it's really heavy. It's a 70 pound box. Yeah. And so I Katie lifted it. Just, no problem. I know. It deadlifted really it. I can't do just that. Just deadlifted it. And then, and then Ed picked it up. You're like, no, let Katie do it. <laughs> yeah. I like yeah, it. that's I like, what I like. Have you ever seen the picture? Um, of Elsbeth carrying like a giant bag of either flour or lentils or something, um, wearing only an apron and sequin gold booty shorts and just looking at the camera. No, but I because it's fucking hot as shit right now. (laughs) It's a girlfriend. (laughs) That's my partner, Elsbeth. She's She's very muscular Uh and she's her body shape is two triangles put together. My body shape is a stack of pancakes. (laughs) Delicious. Highly excellent. Yes. It's delicious. Yeah. I realized I was like, wait, my body shape's like, like a stack of pancakes. And then I was like, two triangles and a stack of pancakes. It goes really good. That's delicious. But yeah, Elizabeth is like triangle here and triangle there. She's the most hourglass, hourglass. Triangle man, triangle man. Yeah. Triangle lady. Yeah, she's pretty fun. Yeah. She's hella fun. I like so. watching people lift heavy things, I guess I yeah. realize. <laughs> There's a lot of, like, heavy lifting femmes at my gym. Like, seriously. Uh, That's basically my dream. You know what is the hottest? Fat buff is, girls. Um, mm-hmm. ugh, fat buff girls. There's um, some, like, just, skinny buff girls, too. Yeah, I'm just too. really into muscular femmes. I just have a thing for it. Well, mm-hmm. these, these girls have got these, like... Squats, because no one raps about small butts or whatever. It's like a pretty do- doofy but cute shirt that they yeah. everybody's got a cutesy shirt. But my favorite is like these five girls who have these long sleeve sweaters that just say "Babes supporting babes." Oh, which is such oh. a good. Sw- and they're like, oh, Katie, oh Katie, do you want to get one of these and be in our club too? I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> I'm gonna order it. You love this, babe supporting. Are you gonna cry? <sighs> no, cry I'm gonna with- inhale really hard and then swallow the water in my mouth. Oh. But I do have feelings. Yeah. Your eyes got real shiny. It's like, it is like (laughs) going to... I just love it! (laughs) It's like going to youth group was, like, when I was a teen, where I was like, I don't know, church, whatever. But then everybody was so nice to me. I was like, I love going! So it, like, took something that I thought I was going to hate and made it something that was really fun and culty. 
It's not really that cult You're so susceptible to a little cult action. It's true, but nobody's tried to upsell me at anything. Nobody's tried to get me to buy the bigger package or buy any supplements <laughs> or, package. like, change No, that's my... what the liftings were. Get that bigger package yourself. Well, Ooh. I showed Hillary my butt earlier. She's like, it's good butt. It's good. Yeah. looks like a strong butt. You guys yeah. had a fun break while I was downstairs. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, yeah we did. We did. Yeah. You'll never good. know what happened. Oh, no. so it's yeah. not on the pod. Nothing yeah. happened. It was cool, though. Enjoyed it. Poor Chris. Never having seen a butt. <laughs> this her whole life, she's never seen a butt. Especially neither of ours. That's never our butts. <laughs> it's just like a mystery. It's like a gray haze below the neck when you look at us. You below think that neck. for a shorter person, you know, that's like almost like butt stares height. at us in the boobs all day, and it's just like noise to her. She can't see them. <laughs> she's seen them. <laughs> Swatting your compliments away like a kitten. <laughs> it's really cute. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a salsa with milk? <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Just lap up some Ugh. almond milk, some vanilla flavored almond milk. Yeah, that's like my jam. I know. That's why yeah. I set it. So good. Yeah. <sighs> So this has been a goofy, fun time so I, far. I love yeah. friendship, you guys. Yeah, friendship's, friendship's, the tits. friendship's pretty good. I, like, like, I like, like tits and friendship. <laughs> tits and friendship. They're That's good together. Yeah. Two great tastes. Those are kind that of... That taste great. Like pancakes and triangles. They go together. <laughs> <laughs> boobs and friendship, pancakes and triangles. That's most of my friendships involve lots of boobs in my face. <laughs> it's pretty yeah, nice. It's pretty a lot good. of triangle talk on our uh, on our podcast lately. What? You talked about your, your Dan Brown tattoos last week. Oh, yeah. I got triangles on my ankles. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, those are... Da- that's, those are the Da Vinci Code tattoo? She's like, yeah, didn't you know that? I was like, no, this would have been a different friendship if I had known that. <laughs> it would not have been. It would not. But it was very amusing to me. I mean, again, I have an AFI tattoo, so I can't say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly Yas. all of my tattoos are about how intense I am about feelings. <laughs> You're intense about feelings, Hillary? Really? I'm just a big old walking bag of feelings. Everyone knows that. How many feelings do you have? I usually have like six. Out your feelings. Yeah. Yeah. You oh, know. that's cool. I mean, I guess it's like toilet paper that way. Yeah, I know how many toilet papers I have. I totally pulled that figure out of my ass, by the way, just like I did with toilet paper. I'm just, that's horrible. That's horrible. I truly, I don't know, but I gather it's probably that many because I can't stand you not having a ton of You said it with so much confidence paper. that we believed you and we would have believed you forever had you not. But you know what? I'm not okay with lying. Crinkle, 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 crinkle. Too Someone call Tessa and ask for a count. Yeah, preternaturally honest is what you I are. will actually ask her if she will do that right now. <laughs> do it for the podcast, Tessa. Uh, Tessa I'm so doing it. We're recording a podcast right now. And if Can you, you just... settle? Settle a bet. A live podcast <laughs> bet. What are we betting? By counting the I rolls. I bet one Santa Hershey's kiss. Of, I don't have anything to bet. Here, you can use this Tootsie Roll. Just your dick. A Tootsie Roll. My dick. I was going to say my ding dong. <laughs> your dick. By counting the rolls of toilet <laughs> paper. Bet your dick. I bet my dick, guys. I hope I don't lose it because I know I can't live without this dick. I'm getting a pain in my cheek <laughs> from, from smiling. Smiling and laughing too hard. It's good. I like it. <gasps> All right. Well, so unless she's in the middle of an Overwatch round. Uh, Speaking of like sexy buff ladies, mm-hmm. next, Zarya. Next year, like this next Halloween, are you gonna cosplay Zarya? Because you're gonna be so buff. Uh, you'll dye well, your hair pink and you'll put a little pink star on your face and stuff. I thought we were just talking about Tessa. I was like, mm, she is a buff babe. True. Oh, true. 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 <laughs> this whole, we were both like, we both had a bunch of makeup on last weekend. We we're like flexing in front of the mirror. It was really. I was like, wow, I love being married to you. She's like, I love being married to you. Yeah, because. 
you you were I mean, I know enough about Overwatch to have followed when you when you started talking about Overwatch and I was like, Oh right, Overwatch. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, I was totally like thinking about that. I don't know. I don't know anything about that video game except for there's a lot of gay girls in there's it. There's a very buff chick with pink hair in it and she's Russian. So you yeah. should totally do that. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I should. That's I was looking way. at her today and I was like, I'd have to like put all this cover up on all my tattoos and then just put her tattoos over top of it. I she's got a tattoo. I've talked about this on the podcast before, I'm sure. She's got a po- she's got a tattoo that says 512, which is the amount of kilograms that in her personal best bench press. Wow. Pretty good. She's not you a better, real person. You better hope you never get better at it then. Well, no one can actually bench press 1,400 pounds, so. Well, challenge accepted. <laughs> Not well, by me world, personally, not let's, by be me clear. Personal. let's be clear. The world, the world record deadlift is like 500 kilograms, so a bench press, no way. No one could do yeah, it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Chris and I know about exercise terminology. <laughs> well, the world record jack squat <laughs> is actually a staggering 7,500 pounds. <laughs> but we all know that's performed by a team. So yep, and they use their dicks to lift it up, <laughs> and they team, jack it on up there. Jack squat. <laughs> Ryan, see, so, can I tell you? A see, cute you said story? that with such conviction that I believed you. Oh my gosh, can I tell you a really cute story course, about a cute cutie that I have started dating? Yes, we've been waiting for this. Yeah, you're dating the cutest cutie right now. You're dating the perfect. <laughs> you're like vi- perfect visual compliment. Oh my gosh, it's the best. I want to hear a lot of things about this, even though I know some of the details just for fun anyway. I don't know that much. I'm just following it on Facebook going, yes, 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 yes. Because I'd seen pictures of you. Well, I've known you for many years, yeah. and I've seen pictures of this individual separately, and I was like, that seems like it could work. Just like, like, who would you ship? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, you were not the only one. A because... lot of people were shipping those two together, and it's like they showed up for a first date in, like, matching outfits, which is so cute. By accident. Accidentally. <laughs> yep. Some of that. Well, which kind of goes with the rest of our blossoming relationship. <laughs> You're getting affection candy from this person. Yeah. yeah. Well, tell us the story that you were going to tell. Okay. So, um, context. Um, the person that I've started dating is an RMT, registered massage therapist, mm-hmm. um, and a really great great one from everything I hear. I, they have been my massage therapist, in fact, and when I had a terrible, terrible bout of, like, trauma, anxiety stuff, they massaged my internal organs inside my body and, like, released a bunch of stuff, and I cried on the massage table, and then I felt so much better, and they were, like, very good at body work and craniosacral therapy, mm-hmm. and are super body positive oh, the and really face. lovely, like, oh, God, It's like, so like, molecules of affection are pouring from the holes in your head. I mean... To be fair, it is also warm in this room, but that's correct. Um, <laughs> I am a scientist. I'm a so, feeling scientist. So just to like have the context of the fact that they're a massage therapist, they're professional, they and they're also beyond just being a massage therapist, they are an anatomy nerd. Like they fucking love just anatomy like, stuff. Let they me just touch out. your iliosacrum sacalgia. Okay. So <laughs> So one time so here I'll I'll give another lead in story to this because sure. it's just so good. Okay. One of the not maybe the first time, but early on in us, like, making out, I think I, like, bit their finger or something, and then they just, like, stuck their finger in my mouth and started poking various parts of my mouth and telling me what they were. They were like, oh, yeah, well, mm, oh, yeah, that's your such and such, and this is your your temporal mandibular joint. And you're like, oh, do you mind if I, hmm, interesting. Oh, that's a much smoother than any, oh, I see, it's because you're this connects to your that over here. That's interesting. It doesn't usually do that. They were just analyzing the anatomy inside your mouth? Like, while we were making out, they, like, put their fingers in my mouth and, like, Touched various that's, parts of my mouth and told me about that. That's them. literally a Neutral Milk Hotel song. <laughs> <laughs> I 
that you just enacted. Yes. Let me so, put my fingers in your mouth and we kiss, and I'll tell you what your muscles are. Almost. <laughs> I don't know the song. Oh I was just God. speculating. It's the... I don't know. There's, like, one part where it's, like, tracing fingers through the notches in your spine, and then there's a something about, like, whatever, your mouth moves, whatever. I know <laughs> I know all the words, but they're really long songs, and you have to get to them. So never mind. Carry on with your story. That's well, a so digression. Context. Of... More context. Yep. Um, so then another time, I don't think it was the same time, we... Uh, I'm not sure exactly what led up to it and whether or not it's podcast friendly, but... Um, <laughs> At a certain point, um, they were lying on their stomach, and I was like, and with their shirt off, maybe all their clothes off, actually, and I was like, sitting kind of on their, like, on their butt, and I was like, just touching their back, and then Mm -hmm. I just started telling them stuff about their back, just like, making up complete bullshit, (laughs) and all of the most, like, nonsense words, but that sounded really legit, (laughs) and so it was so hilarious, because... So I would just be touching their back and be like, oh, wow, you've got, you've got a lot of tension in your skyphoid process. Interesting. <laughs> and they'd be like, uh-huh. My, what, what was that called? I'm like, your skyphoid process. Oh, interesting. And so what does that, what does that do? What's its significance? I'm like, well, you know, and then we just go along. And so, so they were just. some sweet improv. Yeah. Sweet, sexy improv. Yes, exactly. Sexy anatomy improv. I can, I can, um, relatively convincingly bullshit about quite a number of topics. How about the amount of toilet paper rolls in your house? I could have bullshit about that. I just didn't care You're just like, sometimes we run out and I have to wipe my butt with the roll itself. (laughs) Dear Lord. It's happened. (laughs) Yeah. Like, why would I lie about what my life is? Oh my God. Okay. She did it. She counted though? How many did I say? 37. It was 26. Okay. Uh, Okay. In my bathroom or everywhere? Well, regardless, my bathroom, 12 and a half. Her bathroom. (laughs) 10.5 10.5 miscellaneous around the house 3 total 26 did you win the bet two question marks <laughs> I love you so much I did not win the bet but, that, she, that she categorized them but you won my heart also my heart see and my heart too. too and Hillary's and Christina's and Chris's yeah it's very important that take her this eraser. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I don't know why I'm talking to the baby. I'm bringing you this eraser home. <laughs> I got so confused. I was typing to her. Okay, that was fun. That was great. Uh, yeah. Some interaction. Some yeah. call, a call in show. You know, <laughs> except that I called out and was like, yeah. "I made rules." <laughs> I was right that we had a lot though. Twenty six is quite a That's few. That's quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. I like that she codified it. Was like, well, there's there's three and a half of mine, and so and so. Three around the house. I'm sorry, it was 12.5. So sorry. I just, I love her so much. No, that's so good. That's so good. Oh no, you're having so many feelings. Oh God, so many. Yeah. I love my wife I've been with for like eight and a half years. Gross. Gross. Love it. Yeah, she's good. So, so your Skyfloid process is connected to your butt bone. (laughs) Oh gosh, I did a whole thing where I was like, and your leg bone's connected to your knee bone, and your knee bone, and then, like, pointed to all, and, like, traced my my hand up and pointed to where everything was. <laughs> and sometimes we'll play a game where we'll just be, like, lying cuddling, and I'll just point, to, I'll just, like, press a, I'll just, like, put my finger on their back, be like, what's this? And they'll be like, you know, mandibular, whatever. No, no, <laughs> it wouldn't be, because it's your job, but whatever. I don't know muscles. It's like, I can that's, only that's, bullshit. That's my scalenes. And so I, I will just, like, and sometimes they'll be like, hmm, press harder? And they'll be like, ah. This. 
I can just point anywhere on their body and they'll be, once I poked my finger into their armpit and they were like, I don't know. And I was like, ha you don't know. They're like, there's a lot of things in there. <laughs> and I was like, oh, how about armpit? <laughs> but yeah, it's a fun game. So yeah, that that, that's cool just game. what it reminded me of. The whole like, just making shit up. Oh, yeah. That's good. So cute. There's a lot of really cute things with this person. Yeah. It seems like you guys are having a lot of fun. I'm fucking smitten as hell. It's a great feeling. It's also sort of the worst feeling because it's so frantic. Uh, not for me. No, everything about it is great. No That's downside. Good. Whenever I like, <laughs> whenever I like someone, it exhausts me because I'm just like the whole time. So yeah, but yeah, maybe less so now. I haven't like gotten a serious crush on a new person and been like single at the yeah. time. We're like really available, so it was yeah. never going to be like I'm going to spend my life with this person. It's kind of yeah. like nice, but. I mean, I don't think I'm ever like I'm gonna spend my life with this person. No, so but maybe that is the that is the sort of heteronormative, monogamistic way of doing things. But you're just really like this person is no. so sweet, and I like that the two of you are very just explicit about it. just like we let's have a date where we're dating. Yeah, it was really cute. So the whole way that I asked them on a date is also really cute. Please, um, sure. I was at this a is good dating tips for people to be uh-huh. really clear with their so. Dating. I have been, I'm not monogamous, I have been trying to do some more dating where I live, <laughs> because you know what's convenient when you can actually see someone you care about a lot mm-hmm. on a regular Not to cross that international border yeah. to see Or, them. you know, drive an hour. Um, so, and I was also just feeling like, hey, it would be good for me if I had more kind of like date sex romance relationships in my life. Um and so I put a thing out on Facebook and was like, hey, world, just a, just a heads up. I'm looking to date some more people. And you laid, um, out, you laid out your criteria. Yeah, I did, and actually. And it was the best criteria ever. Yeah, and so I was like, the... I don't remember off the top Using of the head. fuck secret. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like super cuties and... Also, if they have dogs that I can pet, that would be great. Yeah, so basically I, I was like, hey, I'm, if you want to ask... Because this annoying thing that happens to me, and it's happened to me a number of times, is that people will be like... I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Like, no one no one asks me out. Like, it doesn't happen. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I just don't really know if anyone wants to date me. People are like, oh, my gosh, Hillary, so many people want to date you. I know about so many people want to date you. I'll be like, okay, because I don't. And so who are they? And how is that useful to me to know secret people, legions of secret singles in your area? Oh, my God. The ads go were right the whole time? <laughs> yeah, but they, they were trying to you. help this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> But the thing is, so it's like, well, that's cool. But like, if I don't know, I don't know. So I was kind of like, hey, I want to date people. If you want to date me, you should let me know. Also, if you think, if you know people I should date, you should let me know. Also, if you want to like matchmake or some shit, you should let me know. Um, get involved. And then, yeah, yeah get involved. In your it takes community. a village to get hill laid. <laughs> um, a little bit, sometimes. Um, and so, yeah, I, and then I also put in a comment and was like, hey, here's some things I'm looking for that I would be especially interested in, just because I'm not, I'm very picky about, I'm very, <laughs> as my dating profiles say, I'm picky about personalities, not about genitals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm very picky about personalities. Yeah. Um, and so, anyway, so I was at a friend's birthday party in December and um, somehow the fact that I had posted about this came up in conversation with some people who were there. And 
you know, because people were talking about, oh, I thought that was really cool how you just put it just put it out there. And I was like, yeah. And they were like, oh, well, did, does it work? And I'm like, I mean, hasn't really so far, but doesn't hurt, you know. And it also kind of is like an accountability to me, too, to be like, yes, I'm trying to date. You told other people you were. You got to try. <laughs> and um, my very good friend, my sister, uh-huh. my dumpling sister, um, <laughs> Lil Dumpling. They have uh, matching dumpling tattoos. We do. That- yeah. Oh. yeah. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to say. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, like, not saying people's I mean, we are going to get her on the podcast sometime, but nice. yeah. we'll just, we'll let that be then. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Keep listening. Uh, so, Little Dumpling was like, hey, so how do you feel about matchmaking? And I was like, I feel great about it. I even, ex- I think I even explicitly said, like, set match me up with people. Matchmaker. And so I, and so, you know, conversation continued on, and mm-hmm. she was pretty quiet. And then a little while later, she was like, so I've been thinking about who you should date this entire time. <laughs> we I were figuring we, it out. We were all like, okay. And she was like, do you know this person? And I was like, wait, this person, like, with this last name? Like, this this very particular person? And uh, my face just, like, went bright red with blushing, because I'm a hella blusher. I'm probably blushing right now just talking about blushing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real. And so they were like, do you know this person? And I was like, Yeah. And then they were like, well, I don't know, I just think that the two of you would get along really well, and I I think that you're similar in these ways and those ways. And I was just, like, increasingly blushing, because basically, as soon as they said the person's name, I was like, oh my god, of course! (laughs) But I, honestly, I don't know if I ever would have come up with it myself, because it's one of those things where we'd kind of vaguely known about each other, and then we met... And the first time we met was really cute. And then we've, like, started to get to know each other just a little bit. And every time I've, like, interacted with them or talked with them, I'd be like, wow, this person's really cool. I really, like, want to get to know them more. I hope that we can develop a friendship. I hope that we can, like, uh, you know, whatever. But it just had not occurred to me to do dates. (laughs) Mash all the things. There's crazy hand gestures in there. There's a lot of hand gestures going on from Katie's end. No, those things had not occurred to me. I I think I, I was just like, well... I guess I hope that we could be do a friendship. I hope that whatever. Um, and then as soon as Little Dumpling suggested them, I was like, "Yup," and every, <laughs> and I just was blushing furiously and like trying to burrow and hide underneath the couch blankets and cushions <laughs> really, and stuff. She really pushed the button for you. Didn't yes, she? she did. And uh, it's pretty and smart. And I was like, "Fine, that fine, so fine I'll just do a it." A little bit of emotional intelligence in your little dumpling sister. Uh-huh. Just a tiny, tiny bit. Basically, and the most emotionally intelligent person I've ever met. Yeah. And so, there. and so, and her partner was like, "Oh yeah, oh that's good. That's oh, really that's good. good. Oh, I don't know if I would have come up with. I was trying to think of somebody, but." Oh, I don't know if I would have come up with that. That's really good. That's and so I was like, option. okay, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put this on my to do list on to doist because I use to doist now. Fantastic, good app. It's really good. Um, and so I was like, I'm gonna put it on the list. And everyone was Ask like, out, babe. And everyone was like, okay, if you want to. And I was like, fine, I'm doing it. And they were like, okay, if you want to. And I was like, fine, I'll ask them out right now. I guess I'll do it. I'll ask them out right now. And everyone and everyone's like, it's I mean, it's cool, I guess. You do what you want. And I was like, I'm doing it. If you're gonna make me do it, I'll do it now. <laughs> and everyone's like, uh, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm asking them out. And they're like, right now? Is this it? Like, is this yes? <laughs> and so it was really cute. That's so funny. And so I sent them a message being like, Hey, so uh your name came up at this birthday party and I was thinking about how um do you uh do you wanna go on a date? And apparently they had to read it like four or five times because they were like, wait, no, she, she doesn't mean like a date. Like, okay. But she did say date, right? Hmm. 
but there's no way that she could be asking me out. She she doesn't want to go on a date with me. I did. <laughs> Listener, Listener, I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and so <laughs> they wrote back just like all caps with exclamation marks, yes. Oh my God, that's the perfect response for you. Yeah. yeah it's totally. like unfettered joy. Yeah. Yes. Um, Feel your feelings as hard as you can. And then we couldn't go, and then we couldn't go on a date for like two weeks because I had two partner visits. <laughs> Womp womp. But it was great. Um, and then as soon as we went on a date, we were like, so uh, when's our next date? We're like, I guess in a week from now. And then a few hours later, we were like, wow, a week is really long. So how about in two days? <laughs> so we went on a date on a Wednesday and then on Friday and then on a Wednesday and then on Friday and then on a Sunday and then on a Wednesday and then on a Saturday and then on Wednesday. And then yesterday was Thursday and they picked me up from work. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Anyways, so there, there's a rundown of my entire relationship with this person. So far, so good? So oh. far, so excellent. Basically, well, as soon as we went on our first date, we confirmed with each other, like, so, wow, I'm really glad that we got this first date out of the way, so we're in a relationship now. <laughs> <laughs> but both of us were, like, not wanting to be all, like, weird about it, but by the end of our third date, we were like, so, um... Like, I kind of feel like we're dating now. And then the other person was like, oh, good. Because I also have maybe already been telling people we're dating. <laughs> That's so cute. We talk so much about our feelings and needs. Ew. Ah, gross. I shared my Google Docs Whoa. where I have lists of my feelings and needs. Yes. I love your feelings and needs document. And they were like, this, this is amazing. This shared with me? No, I, do you I, want one? I wanted, I especially would just like to see the structure of it to see, so like... So, I have just shared I'm these with people to see the very bad structure. at knowing what my needs it's and the, wants are. the good emotional, like... Ah, I can't think of the word. But, like, you had this beautiful spreadsheet of, like, here are the ways that I like to receive affection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And so help and assistance It's and basically love. a list of things that, f- that I interpret as love and care and affection. Yeah. Um, love languages. Yeah. Because um, different people do different, like, do and appreciate different things. So yeah. trying to learn how to be specific about that. Yeah. And so I literally have a Google Doc where I list out different things that feel good to me. And so wonderful. I have shared this with people both to be like, hey, so maybe these are things you would want to know. And then also to people to be like, hey, did you want to see how I did this? Um, yeah. And so I shared it with them and they were like, wow, this is great. I'm going to make one. Yeah. That's so and cool. So then they, and so then they, like, spend a bunch of time working on it. Mm-hmm. I also have a sex one. Just, you know. <laughs> Gotta have a sex spreadsheet. Gotta have a sex spreadsheet. Spreadsheet. <laughs> that, one's a, that one was actually way harder for me to come up with because I'm actually way shyer about asking for things in a sex contest. Yeah. Context. <laughs> in a sex contest. <laughs> I probably, I don't know if I'd be more or less shy in a contest. But, um, I really, I. it doesn't matter what it is. It could be, like, it would be like a sexual act or where do you want to go for dinner? Both of those things are like equally hard for me to say to somebody that I Mm. care about. Yeah. Because I just like, I've been divorced from desire in Mm. such such a big way Mm -hmm. in my life. Like I've had to like, Oh, what I want to, I want to eat so much, but it's not okay to want to eat so much. And it's like, I want so much validation and affection, but it's Mm -hmm. not okay to be needy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, Oh no, the problem doesn't come from being needy. It comes from being needy, but not expressing it. And then being furious at people for not getting what you want. Yeah. Not understanding it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I still feel weird and needy when I ask for things, but my wife is very good about helping me to be good about that. And like people have been very responsive to me doing it in life where I'm like, Hey, this is really uncomfortable for me, but I'm, I'm having an issue with this thing that we talked about last Mm -hmm. week and I I don't feel comfortable with how it went went down. So can we just like sort that out? People are very good about it. Mm -hmm. I think that I have been reframing for myself because I often feel like, Oh God, I'm so needy. And then I'll be like, Hmm, but that do you mean has needs? (laughs) Yeah. 
by, God, Hillary, you're so needed. You mean, has any needs at all? Because, yeah. To quote a very inspirational tweet, uh, you do not have to aspire to be low maintenance because you are not a car, but a human woman. <laughs> Who wrote that? Um, that's a Muscatic tweet. Uh, uh, she runs uh, Critique My Dick Pic. Oh, I love Critique My Dick Pic. Oh, yeah. Like, she also says sad. a lot of good things. Yeah. She, she writes a lot of good things <laughs> on the Twitter. But I love that. It's like, yeah, low maintenance is for cars, not yeah, for Yeah, low people. maintenance is for cars, not for people. You're not a car. Yeah. You don't have to aspire to be low maintenance. Yeah, I think the I think what makes people frustrated with quote unquote needy people is when they're not expressing their needs, but they have them, and the need for it, or the the want is so strong that you could, it's palpable, yeah. but you can't know what somebody else wants, and you keep giving them the wrong thing, and they get upset with you, so mm-hmm. then you get upset with them yeah. for being needy. Yeah, when it's really just a lack of communication. Well, and part and part of it is that we're so um, we're so conditioned and like basically taught that it is wrong. I think especially in a North American context, because there's this kind of, there's this whole individualism thing where it's like, you got to be able to make it on your own. And so it's like, well, if you, if you need things from other people, that's not like successful individualism. Mm -hmm. That's like, and so you're not strong if you need help with anything at all, Mm -hmm. which is like literally a thing that kills men. Yeah, is because they won't oh, yeah. they won't talk about their feelings. They don't or go to doctors. Go to doctor, yeah. um, and so, but like, yeah, <laughs> it's funny if um, so like long elderly couples. If like when um, when a wife dies, that usually the husband will die more quickly. But if um if a husband dies, though, it doesn't help. It doesn't make the woman die quicker. Yeah, yeah. their life expectancy remains unchanged or yeah. gets longer. I've heard. And then they all just date each other because it's cute. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, lesbians. Gosh, I hope so. I yeah. fucking hope so, guys. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> yeah. That's a good one. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's good to ask for, or at least to identify what you want, and then I really like about your list to be like, hey, you know, when I reach out to people, I'm like, hey, I kind of need some help, or I'm just not feeling great right now, and it's like, here are some concrete things that people can do that would make me mm-hmm. feel really loved and appreciated, and it's like... And they're not complicated things. It's like, come over and sit with me and do a quiet activity together. Yeah. Well, and a lot of it is because um, it's really my American partner that really, really helped me with this in that she was very like, so what do you actually want or need? Because she was like, I want to help. I don't understand what you want. Like, I don't understand what feels nice to you. I don't, and I had just spent so much time um, really minimizing my own needs and my own, like, desires or whatever. Like, oh, cool, what space is available for me? Wow, what a coincidence that it perfectly and exactly fits my every need and desire. Oh, God. You're like, that's cool. I'll just prune myself into the shape. Oh. Like, yeah, that's my, that's, like, my life. Not a sympathy noise. That's a, I, that's a namaste noise. That is the, yeah. I, I recognize myself yeah, uh-huh, in this. Uh-huh. That is like, my soul fucking greets your soul. Yep, yep. And where it's like, wow, okay, so what does it feel like to take up as much space as you want or need? That sounds so scary. It is fucking frightening. Oh, that sounds so scary. It's really scary. I get those only child needs yeah. coupled with those youngest child attention requirements. Yeah. But it's like, Whoa. it's like, I don't know. It, and, but just hearing from, hearing from a partner really consistently, like, yeah, I understand that's scary, but like, take up more space. And yeah. because the thing that's is that like, uh, yeah, 
it's it's hard, but it's it's worth the work. Apparently, uh-huh. I've been doing a lot of work. It's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that it, it comes back to that the self care that isn't fun. Like t- to start with, anyway. Yeah. It's like it's not as cool as unwrapping a bath bomb and having a nice yeah. little soak. I've got you a actually whole, have to do the gross work. Got a whole scary. blog post on my uh, Google Docs only blog. <laughs> I could share with both of you about that. I'd love to hear that. All but the, yeah, the actual work of we talked about it on the podcast a lot. Like yeah. the actual self care kind of sucks. Like mm-hmm. it sucks to make doctor's appointments and go to them and go to therapist appointments and cry and then get on the sky well, train and come is home it with self care or self indulgence. Mm. That's well, the that's thing it. Because self care is like it's not. I mean, self care can include self indulgence. Yeah, but it's like, but if it's just like indulging your feeling, yeah. whether that's because self care is like taking care of yourself. So if you're like. I'm a piece of shit, like, doing, like, buying yourself something nice is self-care. It's not indulging the feeling of, right. I'm, pe- I'm a piece of shit. Sure, yeah. It's not indulging that feeling. Yeah, it's almost the opposite. It's like, exactly. Not, you deserve a nice thing. Opposite action. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, for, yes, the self-indulgence slash self-care distinction, I think, is really important, and mm-hmm. self-indulgence can definitely be an aspect of self-care, but, like, the actual, I think of it as, like, I split myself into two people when I think mm-hmm. about self-care, where it's, like, the part of me that feels scared and small and weak is like a small child, and the part of me that's capable is like um, I, I go to a mother just because mm-hmm. like I'm a woman and that's mm-hmm. how I would conceptualize mm-hmm. it for myself. So I have to mother myself a little mm-hmm. bit and be like, I know what's best for you, mm-hmm. and oh, you God. might not yeah. like it, yeah. but so that's real. what we have to do right now. Like yeah. we're going to the goddamn dentist. You can ask for a sticker when you're done, but you have to go. So I go and I get my goddamn sticker. I've been thinking I that just made me think of a time where very specifically I was having like a shitty day. Mm-hmm. I was just feeling terrible. Like I have chronic mental health stuff, and it's just one of those things where I and I was like, no, well you're gonna have to eat or whatever. Like part of me was like, well you're gonna have to eat, and I was so fucking angry. I wasn't I wasn't just like a five year old. I was like a really just vengeful teenager. I was and I was <laughs> so angry. I was so angry at myself, and I'm like walking around the kitchen making myself a snack and like just filled with rage just like fuck just the angriest nachos of all time yeah and so it was just like I just did all these like nice good things to take care of myself and was really angry about it but I did it Mm -hmm. but you did it because you need to keep yourself alive yeah exactly so I don't know it's a, it's a beautiful thing when you can, when it become when certain things become easier, mm-hmm. like when asking for what you want becomes easier, when you've done the hard work of self-care and then mm-hmm. it starts to sort of slide into place and becomes your new normal. That's mm-hmm. when you reap the benefits. Mm-hmm. But getting there is so fucking hard sometimes. You reap the benefits along the way too, I think. But... It's true. But when you wake up kind of one day and realize like, this is my habit now, like mm-hmm. this is something that's, it's it's something I can do without thinking about it and forcing myself to do it. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a really satisfying moment where you're like, this is just part of my life now. This is mm-hmm. the thing I do. Yeah. Which is something I really like. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Emotional labor, y'all. Noises yeah. of ascent. Indeed. I have so many podcasts worth of things to say about emotional labor oh, we, and interpersonal relationships. We can do so many more episodes. So, like, we're, we'll have you back. This yeah. is basically just like the overture episode. This is get to where, know Hillary a little bit. Where, no Hill. Where you're like, you know, later you're going to be like, I, re- I recognize that leitmotif. And you're like, wait, that whole section was just a sample from this later podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> the what podcast? This later podcast. Oh, the later podcast. I thought you said the Slater podcast. I mean... Like, we've got a whole podcast just about A.C. Slater. I mean, you can. I am i won't be a useful guest for that, but be like, feel free Yeah, to he wore it. a lot of tank tops. Like, to sit backwards on a chair. That's, the, that's more than I know about him. Well, so, then anyway. I'm going to start my own Slater cast. <laughs> I'll call it Slater Kinney. 
I was gonna say you could talk about AC Slater and Slater Kinney, like just those two things. <laughs> Slater Kinney, is it, or is it Slater Kinney? I don't, I don't know. know. I could ask Corin Tucker, but we're not friends. Okay. I don't know. What that she knows means. what she did. I don't know what that means. <laughs> She's just one of the musicians in Slater oh, Kinney. Okay. Well, okay, well, guys, this has been a, a, a joyously exhausting podcast. Yeah, thank you, friends. <laughs> I was already tired. This podcast <laughs> I mean, didn't make me You can tell at the end we're all just like, ah, well, let's go to bed. It's fucking 9.30 on Friday night. It's been a long goddamn week, but I loved ending it with you guys. Yeah. Uh, what a nice really time. Same. I knew that I was going to be really tender this week, so I was like, Hillary, would you come and do the podcast? Because then I'll be surrounded by friends, and then if I cry, we can just pause it. But I didn't cry you the didn't whole time. You didn't cry. I actually feel pretty good and pretty calm and pretty chill, so. Yeah, good. Can I give you guys a kiss? Ah, uh, the chocolate. <laughs> from Santa. Chocolate kiss from Santa. You thought it was a kiss like with a mouth, and it wasn't. <laughs> I, I told my niece, sweetie, that I was, and they pointed at their mouth, and I was like, that's where the kisses go. And they were like, inside my mouth? And I was like... Yeah, and then I like we were having a video chat, and then I turned it around, and I was holding a thing of Hershey's kisses, <laughs> but they didn't break up with me. Oh, good. <laughs> you don't get dumped for puns. That sounds adorable. <laughs> it's pretty. Fun and I think too. that's where we're.